Afternoon, good morning, or, or good evening, wherever you're joining us from. It, this is the Business Leadership Podcast Live, and it's, it is Wednesday, the 5th of December, 2018. This is episode number 65, and I am Edwin Frondozo. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live radio call-in show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP a leader in business voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they are calling in. I am uh, happy Wednesday, everyone. Thank you for joining again. I am Edwin. I am super excited to, to welcome my friends, my co-host today. Welcome. Uh, I mean, um, bringing back co-host, a repeat co-host, uh, Carol. Schlitt. Yeah. <laughs> She's an awesome speaker, trainer, certified coach. Um, I mean, I could give you the, the 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 whole rundown, but she is the creator of a Women Living Big and Spark Your Genius. I know she's doing a number of things. I know she's traveled the world plenty of times over. Um, <laughs> I mean, we could. <laughs> I mean, she's. I'm putting it out here. I know she's writing a book, so I'm keeping her honest on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How kind, Edwin. Thank you. Yeah, keeping her honest to that. And, and one thing is. Carol and I we're we're, fairly, we're we're pretty good. We connected really well this year, earlier this year, and we thought it would be a great great topic to actually talk about the power of connection, um, how to build connections, how to how to really start them off and really value them. And and because Carol and I do quite a bit of networking, I would say I, I hate using the word networking, but I thought this would be a great topic. So if you are joining us live, if um, you have any questions for Carol or I please put it into the browser. Say hi. Let us know where you're joining us from. If you have an amazing story that you want to share live or, or you want to hop on with us and, and, and just chit-chat with us, just let us know. <laughs> We'd love to have you, Carol. We won't bite. <laughs> yeah, Carol, how are you doing? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Edwin. Happy hump day. And thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited. No, I love, uh, I love, I know our first call, we were, you know, trying to get out of our comfort zone and doing this. And I'm always fascinated by the work and the things you do um, and, and the stuff that you do around the world. So it's always happy to bring someone back that, you know, we kind of vibe well together as well. And, and we could always have some type of back and forth and learn things as well on, at, on the way. Right. So exactly. Uh, and have fun. That's and what's have fun. Have fun. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just going to jump right in there because we're talking about the power of connection. I wanted to start off um, by wondering like, why is connection quote unquote connection so important? What a great first question, Edwin. Um, <laughs> I would I would argue that connection really is at the base of all things in life. I mean, I mean, we think that love and some people think money make the world go round, but actually it's really our relationships and it's the connection that we have and the ability to feel like people get us and we get them. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants to be seen and heard and we want to feel like we we matter and the only way to do that is to feel like we're actually connected to other people and you know when I look back at at my days and I don't necessarily think I've been quote-unquote productive and haven't checked off everything on my list if I think about a few connections that I've had good conversations people that I've met I can always think of a few really awesome moments in my day where I've really connected with somebody and that makes me feel like I've been productive that makes me feel like it was a day um, you know a good day a day worth living 
So, th- so those days and, and those days that you, you feel that connection, Carol, is there something specific maybe that you did that allowed to create that, that connection or was it something the other person did or was it just something that clicked? It's mystical. Mm. I think probably the answer is yes to all of the above. Um, <laughs> I, I think I, I do purposely try and go out of my way to, to see people and, um, you know, and, and connect and make them feel like they matter. So, for instance, in my building, I know all of the concierge names, the people who um, clean the floors in the building. Um, I saw Gisette and Julie and John at my Starbucks locally. And, you know, when when people say, oh, good morning, Carol, or when I say, hey, you know, John, I like your hair, like, it just makes you feel like you're a part of something bigger. And I think especially in, you know, the big city of Toronto and, and just our world overall might sound a little bit overwhelming, but, you know, we really do have to, to create community wherever we go. And a simple thing like smiling and a stranger crossing the street makes you feel like you belong to something. And, and so I think it's a combination of, of how I choose to be and show up, but also inviting people into the conversation, the, the moment, the relationship. And, um, and then maybe it is something mystical too. I, I mean, I certainly would argue that there are some conversations with people that I've never met before that have been so profound that I continue to think about months, years later. And, and, and maybe there is some mysticism there. But I definitely yeah. think you have to start by seeing somebody as a person and whether or not it's your Uber driver, you know, knowing that they have a story, they all come from somewhere and being open and willing to share some of yourself and and listen to somebody else sharing some of who they are with you. It's a privilege. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you, you hit so many points and things that I live my, my everyday life. But I remember for me, a connection. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a smile, but it's really scary is eye contact. People are scared to do eye contact. And what's even worse is everyone has an excuse even now to do no eye contact because they have this phone now. They're like, oh, I have some, I have something important to look at on my phone. No, you don't. You're not looking at anything. <laughs> don't even lie to me, man. It's uh, um, Eye contact to me is like, there's a connection. Once you connect eyes, something happens. And then if you smile, that, that okay, that's level two already. <laughs> <laughs> but but definitely the eye I connection. I would argue that maybe I, it's, it's huge. And maybe that is level two because people could smile without actually looking at somebody. And this that's is why right. my friends always joke about me. But when I say cheers, if they don't, if you don't make eye contact with me, I will pull my glass away. I will not cheers with you because it's important to acknowledge and look at that person. You're right. And people are scared of that. And they, you know, they, whoever they are, say that eyes are the windows to the soul. <laughs> True. If you actually look at someone and see someone, I did this really powerful exercise at a leadership retreat I was at um, at one point called the be with exercise. And you had to um, stand in front of somebody and look at them and hold eye contact for about two minutes. Uh, and it was pretty intense and pretty powerful, but pretty amazing as well. And there was a lot of tears and a lot of a lot of shyness, people looking away. Like it was very hard for some people to actually maintain that eye contact because you're allowing people in to see you in a way that for some people, unfortunately, have never, never experienced before. So there is something very profound about eye contact. You make a, a really, you know, important point. Yeah, no, it's um, – and, and I want to get uh, – we're, we're, we're... – 
someone who gave me insight on that before, but I mean, staring contests, I mean, th- those are good exercises actually. And something that, that maybe, yeah. m- maybe you should start all your, all your talks like that, Carol, like everyone turn to the next side, the person next to you and stare into their eyes for one minute and see who gives up. <laughs> yes. Yes. That would be a good challenge. That would be a great challenge. Uh, I'm I'm gonna win it all the time, but <laughs> oh, I don't know. You next time we're in person, we're gonna have to do that. Oh, okay. oh my god! I'm, I'll wear sunglasses. No, just kidding. <laughs> if you're just joining us live, what Carol and I are talking about is the power of connection. Um, what it means to even start, you know, a connection with with another human being, and and we're talking about in real life here. We're not talking about sending like a a like or a you know, sending a, an emoji or, or whatnot, <laughs> or a wink or a thumbs up. I mean, we're talking about in real life. Uh, if you have any questions, any comments, any thoughts in terms of like what we have said, just let us know in the browser. I'd love to hear from you. Um, what's really interesting for this, and, and I just sort of alluded to it, like sort of when I got insight in terms of connection, like when did you first understand or feel that how important the power of connection was? Oh, that is a good question. Uh, and I don't, I don't even know that I would pin it to, to maybe one moment. But I will say that having had the, the honor and excitement and ability to have traveled and lived in quite a few different places, I'm always about trying to meet people as quickly as possible. And whether or not it's a long train ride or whether or not it's, um, you know, a quick hello and goodbye with people checking me in. I'm fascinated by people and love the opportunity to get to know people's stories and their backgrounds and what makes them tick and why they are the way that they are. And, and so I think I, maybe it first came when I was traveling and recognizing that I could get to know a culture and a people so much more by connecting with them and not only, you know, talking to them and asking them their story, but I often learn the language of the place that I'm visiting or living in. And even if it's just conversational, um, I try and do that because that, is a huge insight into into their culture into who they are um and i think you know when you're traveling and you can be on your own a lot when you're able to have that ability to connect or when you can bond with people pretty early on it makes makes it so much more enjoyable and so much more fun yeah no no for sure i mean it it makes sense especially in traveling um and uh i mean i'm always going to go back to the eye contact stuff i know when i travel quite a bit and whether I know the language or not, um, eye contact gives the acknowledgement that person exists, right? For me, anyways, it's like I see you, right? Yeah. I see you. You could give the nod. You could give whatever you want and do, or uh, or people, uh, please, you know, uno mas, one more. Like, but you're still giving <laughs> at least I, you're still giving eye contact. Um, but but I just want to share a story, and 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 you know, I'm come to, I'm, I've come full circle now in terms of my journey, in terms of understanding who I am and how I connect with people. But I may have naturally, and maybe that's one of my quote-unquote sort of talents or gifts, is the ability to connect with people. But I never realized that I did this stuff um, Mm -hmm. naturally until I was working one of my – not my first jobs, but after – it's probably a couple – after my stint of entrepreneurship, I ended up working at a call center at IBM. And I I come from the engineering background, so – um, from high school, I was always like a social kid. Then I went to engineering and now I'm all around the opposite. You know, most people are very technical and um, introverted and they just really, but I was always, you know, I, I just got along with a lot of people. But I remember working at this call center, Carol, 
And now I'm in an environment where I'm, it's like back in high school. I'm not around like in, in engineering. When I took engineering, there was maybe like out of 100 people, like five were women, right? So I was around a lot of dudes, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so now I'm at this call center and now it's like 50 50. I'm like, oh, this is like amazing. I'm single, I'm whatever. And there's <laughs> all these women around. But I remember a good friend of mine that I worked with. Um, we were on a break or whatever. And he's like, Edwin, I love walking with you. I'm like, why? He's like, because you look at everyone in their eyes and they all acknowledge you, whether I, I know them or not. And I was like, that's very interesting. Like, I didn't, I didn't think about I Like, that's only recently that I re- keep going back to that. Like, that was the first time that someone had told me that that's sort of one of your superpowers. <laughs> like, like, I never knew that. Because it just comes so naturally to you, you know? I think that's that makes it even more powerful, Edwin, that that's just who you are and what you do, you know, by, by default. It, uh, good for you. It's kind of scary too, right? Like who knew what I was looking at when I was younger then, right? <laughs> My teacher hated me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, but you also are, like I have to say, and, and I I love the fact that we've, um, you know, we started out as, as sort of colleagues and fellow entrepreneurs, but have become friends. And there is something about you that's just so so gentle and welcoming and open because not only do you look at people but you also invite people to see you too and it makes people feel comfortable right off the bat and i think unfortunately people and i think with the advancements that we continue to get in in you know our digital world and yes i love technology to a certain extent but i think we need to to make more of an effort to actually connect in real time with people. There is nothing that drives me more nuts than seeing people out at dinner together and they're not even looking at each other. They're on their phones. Like I just, it baffles me. It really does. And so I think it's even more important today than ever to, to see people and to do what you do so well and so naturally. And, and there are certain strategies. I mean, it's amazing that that's so natural to you. and, And I too love meeting people and seeing people, but there are strategies that people can implement even if it doesn't necessarily come as easily and naturally to them that they can do to help them form these connections pretty early on. No, for sure. For sure. I really appreciate that. If you're just joining us live, we're talking about, you know, how to build a connection in real life. You know, what, what came naturally? We shared some stories. So if you have any tips, how you connect, whether it's a smile, a hi, how are you doing? How's the weather? I know that's, that's usually in Toronto. Everyone likes to ask the weather. <laughs> um, 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 let us know. Let us know if you have questions. We'd love to share some stories. But Carol, you, so I, I love how, and thank you. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you, obviously. And we, we've connected pre- pretty deeply, I guess, in the short time that we've known each other. But how you told me that I was, you know, I was open and, and sharing, that's been a long journey for me, actually. I came up being not sharing, like always being that have nothing's wrong with me type person, right? It took me a long time to to just be okay with just letting people in and telling them their stories. And, and it, it never, it didn't happen overnight to be quite honest. It's at least 10 years. Like, oh. like even like, like even with friends that I met maybe like eight years ago it was only recent when I started, like not recent, but you know, it took a while for me to open up and let them in and, and realize that, Oh, um, there are other cool people in this world. I could open up to not just this circle <laughs> of friends that I grew up with or this family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I think it, it's never overnight. Nothing happens overnight. <laughs> um, and I think 
it, it does take some consciousness and some, you know, attention and desire to actually improve those, that area and, and these areas and, and to recognize that we want to be somebody to connect more deeply, because that's when life gets really exciting. And in, in my opinion, you know, when you have people that you really get, and all of a sudden, your conversations are not about the weather, but they go deep into <laughs> what matters most and what your big lessons are, and, you know, what your big fears and dreams and goals and, you know, the crazy things that keep you up at night, whatever it is, you know, how you want to change the world, what you want your, your eulogy to, you know, what you want people to say about you when you pass all of these things, like that's what makes life really exciting. And that's when you get to know somebody above and beyond just a, a person. And I think there's a lot of acquaintances out there. And I think if anybody is lucky enough to, to count on, you know, one or two hands, the people that they're very close with, um, that's pretty special because, yeah, the, those people who will be there for you and have your back and know you and who you know. Um, I mean, every day I, I make a little gratitude list and and there's five people after the gratitude list. There's always it's always about people for the most part. Um, but then I reach out to five people that I appreciate and I acknowledge in my life. And I'm so grateful to have the people that I do because we all have stuff going on. And and I think going back to what you were saying earlier, it's it's a journey for you. We all feel like we need to have everything figured out and we all feel like we need to present this person who's perfectly polished on the outside to the world. And, you know, we're humans. That's never going to be the case. And the quicker we can be okay with the fact that we're messy and we have our whole lives to be able, a work in progress, the quicker we can invite people in and allow them to feel like they have the space to be who they truly are also. Because, you know, we're only going to get better together and figure this crazy thing other. And so as soon as we can drop our walls and actually be us is when when it begins, really. That's right. And <clears throat> the journey is amazing. So just just be open to 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 meeting new friends, right? Like I used to yeah. I mean I mean I, I was in a talk recently <clears throat> about I mean it, there were tech founders because I'm a tech founder and how some tech founders, you know, have this the Superman egotistical, like, yo, no one understands us. We're tech founders and stuff like that. So, you know, I came to market like that too, as well. And, and you got to realize that, yeah, fine. My friends don't get me or don't understand what we're doing, but they're your friends and they still care and they worry and they're still humans. And, and, and it, it became a deep conversation that I, and this was with a new friend as well. Um, wow. So, so it's super interesting. And that's sort of the buy, not sort of, special within tech founders and tech startups because you know they're trying to go for high growth or they just raised like 10 million dollars like how stressful is that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. you think having no money is a problem imagine having 10 million dollars that's, that's a problem <laughs> um, a problem maybe i would like to have one day i don't yeah, know exactly, exactly but on your terms right carol um yes. Yes. i wanted to get to this because um it's something that I'm trying to work on, Carol, is, is remembering people's names. Um, I, I know you, you're pretty good at it. I find I found you when, whenever we're at an event, like <clears throat> you're, you're really good at it. So like, like <laughs> can you share your tricks? Is this another talent? Is this something that you had all along? Well, I, I have to say, as with everything, we can we can learn it, right? So I remember at one point, and I don't know when when it was, but I remember making a conscious effort to say, you know what, I want to remember people's names. Because I think so many people will just sort of spurt out, oh, I'm useless at remembering names. Sorry, I'm, I'm not going to be able to remember names. Yeah, they give up right away. They give up right away. And they also give themselves an out. 
Because if you say, I'm not good at remembering names, that means that basically you can be right in the fact that you're not good at remembering names. Exactly. <laughs> when really it's a skill that we can all learn. And it's an important one too. And Dale Carnegie, who wrote the famous book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, says that um, you know a person's name to that person is the sweetest and most important sound in any language. And it is. And if you think about people who use your name when you speak to you, again, and you're very good at this in conversation, Edwin, where you say, you know, Carol, all of a sudden, it's another way that people feel like you're seeing them and hearing them and that they matter. So um, it really does go go a long way. And especially as a speaker, if I'm about to give a, a workshop or a presentation, and I take the time to meet people when they when they walk into the room, and I remember their name, there have been a few times where I've sort of, it's kind of my party trick where I try and wow the audience. I'm like, okay, I just want to make sure we're all here. Um, and I go through and I, you know, go through the lines of the rows of seats and I say, we've got Stacy, we've got Edwin, we've got Sarah, we've got Claire, we've got Joe. And all of a sudden people are like, what, how did you do that? And all of a sudden, right out of the, the gate, they're engaged and they're like, okay, I'm going to listen to whatever this girl has to say. So it's a bit of a trick and a bit of a, you know, a way to, to get people um, to, to, you know, get their buy-in right, right away. But, um, but it is something that you can learn. And the strategy that I that I use is taken from um, adapted from one that Dale Carnegie uses. He has a, a four step process called the Lear technique, but I've adapted it and I have a seven step process called the plaisir technique mm -hmm. with the idea of being it's such a plaisir pleasure to meet you. <laughs> so um, it's it's seven steps. I'll, I'll quickly go through them. The first is presence. So we actually have to be present when we're asking and listening to somebody's name. And unfortunately, we're so distracted that we're often not there. Mm -hmm. So um, we have to actually be in the moment. L is look and listen. So look at the person that you're asking. And I know it sounds trite, but um, you know we don't often do that. And actually listen, because it's sometimes we're on autopilot and we're like, oh, what's your name? And then we don't actually listen to the answer of one that, that's given. And so it goes in in one ear and, and out the other ear. Um, the third, the A is um, attention. Are you actually giving your full attention and, you know, whether or not it's putting your phone away or shutting down your computer so that you're really maximizing the the opportunity to to listen um i is interest do you have an interest in that person can you find a common interest can you um what's the overall kind of interest impression that you're getting from them the r is repetition oh sorry s s is um is scribing so i actually have a, a cheat sheet so i have a journal and i also have a file on my phone or my laptop that any different group or community or association or whatnot, uh, my condo building, I have different titles for the people that I meet. So anytime I go back into that community, I pull that out and I'll be like, oh, okay, Susie, yeah, she's the one with curly red hair. So um, I write down people's names and then something about them to help me remember, which is um, um, also association. So that's the, the aim. How can I associate that, that person? Um, I is, I did interest impression. What's the overall impression looking at them? And then R is repetition. So not only repeating in your head three times over, but also to repeat in the conversation with that person. So Edwin, tell me more about that because then not only does it show you that you remember, but it shows the person as well. Wow. <laughs> I'm just posting this in our in our chat window here and i i, I want to make sure i got it all because i love that you had plus <laughs> present listen attention scribe. so attention is actually association that's my bad sorry Att the a is actually association not attention 
not attention. No. Come on, Carol. I'm sorry, Edwin. I got My this bad. on. I got this on live. You are not perfect, Carol. No, nobody's perfect. Um, <laughs> but you have to be. You have to be present, and you have to have an interest in attention. Um, but attention goes with um, interest. It's not the the A. A is association. That's my bad. So wait, wait. So <laughs> so P L A I, right? S I R. Got it. I got it. P L A I S I R. The Sierra method. Mm-hmm. Ah. No, that's amazing. I. Uh... I started implementing a lot of these. I, I, I do a pretty good job staying present when I meet people. Um, um, and I really listen. I, I, I mean, when I do talks to, you know, young professionals, entrepreneurs, you know, on networking, I always say just, just don't try to meet 53 people. Meet three people. If you leave a, if you leave a networking event with three new friends, I think it was a success. You're That's what I say, right? Yeah. Um, and, and how do you make friends? It's back to what we talked about, right? Like, and and this plaisir method is plaisir. I don't know how to say it, but present, <laughs> listen, associate. Yeah, so um, it's uh, it's super important. But one, I think I started doing this year, Carol, is is doing the repetition and saying their name, mm-hmm. um, and trying to trying to remember something. Um, and I'm getting better at it. I mean, I I I, I am guilty of. Um, surrendering to to the verbiage that I'm not good at uh, remembering names. Um, although my sister, if she ever listens to this, she she cannot believe that I will forget many things in our past shared memories. And she's like, "Why am I not surprised? You don't remember that. That's why you need me, so we could remember. You could I could bring back memories that you <laughs> lost already. <laughs> so, it's uh, it's it's." Yeah, you can't have all the super, super, super powers, right? Exactly. No, you definitely cannot. Um, but I, but I love that you, you know, you've made a, a conscious effort to do it because, um, you know, because it is something that we can learn and it is something that we can, um, yeah, practice and 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 it's important. It it does it does make a difference. So, yeah. No, sure. I mean, like, and, and one thing I b- before I move on on that. Carol, I mean, when you remember someone's name, if you met them at a big event, not necessarily a networking event, it could be any type of event, um, and they made an impression on you. I mean, the worst thing is to forget their name and who they were, right? Like, it's like you already connected with this person. Like, how did you forget their name? Like, isn't that's it's kind of weird, right? <laughs> I, I totally, absolutely. And on the flip side too, if if you had a good connection with somebody, um, you know, but it's been a while, and then you see them again and you're like oh my gosh Edwin like tell like how are you like tell me about your life and your daughter all of a sudden they're like oh my god you remember that you know and uh and you impress them and and they they feel important and and they then want to go out of their way to to help support you any way they can right say hi do whatever smile it's it's amazing because I live for those listening not from Toronto I live right downtown Toronto but like Queen and John and and I've been here like seven years like everyone knows me and who my daughter is already like it's I'm that person I just you know if, if, you're, if I'm walking down the street I'm gonna look at you know everyone walks away <laughs> no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> like oh that guy's coming again he's gonna smile at me like <laughs> So bad, so bad. Um, if you're just joining us live, what we're talking about is you know how to build connection, how to remember people's names, uh, because the power of connection is, is certainly um, important in, in this world, whether it's for business, 
or just just for your wellness, right? Like who wants to be alone, right? And 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 building a connection, um, finding a significant other. However, it is, it starts by by being aware and being present, right? Um, absolutely, absolutely. I'd love it if you could share any any examples, Carol, in your life that you had an instant and meaningful interaction uh, in the last couple of weeks or months. <laughs> Um, well, I, I would like to have meaningful interactions almost daily. There is, I, um, I'm not living in my condo right now because I had a crazy leak from the guy above me. And so I've had to replace all my floors and painting and whatnot. And so I met a lot of the, the people who are working on it. And Brian came out to me as I was sitting in Starbucks here. I was like, Hey, Carol, how are you? I'm like, Brian, you, you wouldn't happen to live on like Wellesley, would you? uh what sorry you wouldn't happen to live on wellesley would you uh no i don't but not not far no because the only reason is my good friend of mine i didn't mean to cut you off but a good friend of mine there was a crazy leak on like the 24th floor or something or 14th floor and it flooded everyone and downstairs i'm like oh this sounds like a familiar story oh terrible no unfortunately i was the only lucky one who had the crazy (laughs) leak um from just the one unit above but i had no idea what a pull off it was to to change your floors because I've been out in in a hotel for over a week and they wow. had to do all the baseboards and the painting. Anyway, so um, you know, met him for a few seconds, but was able to say, "Hey, Brian, how are you? Can I get you a coffee?" And all of a sudden, he was um, he's like, "Can I do anything for you? Is everything okay?" I'm like, "Well, actually, I've, I've got to pack in a few days, but everything is in boxes." And he's like, "Okay, I'm, I'm going to get the guy on the phone." And so him and his wife are coming back early to help put my clothes back in my closet for me so that I can um, pack in time because I, you know, I, I don't know, was was friendly enough or remembered his name or got him a coffee, whatever. But I will say an, another thing that happened, I actually had a biking accident um, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and it was me not looking properly. And I mean, in my defense, there, there was all these film trucks that were lined up on a street that I normally turn on to. There weren't any cars, but I didn't know that there were two cyclings, two cyclists hiding behind the film truck. So out I pull and it was one of those moments where like, even though they screamed and, and yelled at me, I, I knew it was too late. So it was just a matter of sort of bracing yourself. So head on collision or we kind of T-boned and he hit me right in the, the shoulder. So we both went down. Anyway, as soon as I found out he was okay, I went into shock and I had scratches and was bleeding and, and whatnot and couldn't move. I went sling. I bling for a while, yeah. but right away, the nice ladies from the craft food truck came up to me and they were like, come, come and sit down. And I was like, just beyond myself, like tears and very messy and, and whatnot. And they, they like went above and beyond to make a seat for me out of their water bottle trays. And they made me coffee and gave me some fruit and, and calmed me down. And, and one of them ended up walking me back to my condo because I couldn't carry anything. And she moved my bike for like, took my bike home. Um, and they, the three of them were so lovely and so kind. And so I ended up, you know, I, I did get their names and, sent them flowers and a nice thank you card and and then they found out and were just you know making cappuccinos for my dad and I who eventually took me to the hospital um and and something like that in a moment where you feel very vulnerable or you're in shock or you're in pain and you can have somebody care about you a stranger is is just so powerful so I really thank what I call my my craft food truck angels um yeah Chris Leora and Rainy, they were just fabulous. Um, and uh, yeah, if you can have a moment where a stranger becomes a friend instantly, it's it's pretty neat and pretty powerful. So, wow, yeah. 
that that's pretty profound. Luckily, thank God nothing happened bad to you. Thank God you had the angels there for you. And, and I mean, it's it, ultimately that was because you're in the most vulnerable position. And I think whether you're networking, and, and this was just a quote that I heard recently, is like vulnerability is like the gateway. Like people want to help you. So if you share people share stories when you meet people, or or what's actually keeping you up at night. Um, People are interested to help. I was like, "Oh, this person's a human, right? This is crazy." Um, Absolutely. But yeah, Absolutely. I mean, that 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 that's really good. Um, if you're just joining us live or on the replay, <laughs> sorry. No, 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 go, go. I was just going to share your quote, but you uh, you get people up to date, and then I'm going to share your quote. Yeah, no, I was just saying, if you're joining us live, um, or on the replay, if you had any like instant connections with what happened, um, love to hear the you know your story. Love to share it. Uh, reach out to me. Um, if you have a question for Carol, if you're on the replay, let me know, and I'll definitely get Carol to uh, answer it in real time as fast as possible. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got a couple of minutes left, so definitely put out a message out to you uh, now into the browser. But uh, yeah, sorry, what were you saying, Carol? Well, I was saying that I love that we were going with with vulnerability, and I think um, you know there's so many great people to talk about the power of vulnerability. Brene Brown comes to mind, and and how that really is the meeting place for for real connection and for people to see you and to be seen. But you have a really great quote that you have on your your form, Edwin. Um, you know that that talks about that, and I'm just trying to to pull it up because. It was really, it really. Oh got my God. Do I even know what's on my forum anymore? Okay. So here, <laughs> the moment that you feel just possibly you're walking down the street naked, exposing too much of your heart and your mind and what exists on the inside, showing too much of yourself, that is the moment you might be starting to get it right. Neil Gaiman. Yes. So powerful. And I feel like it's pretty apropos, right? Like yeah. it's, we have to. Yeah. We need to be brave enough to expose ourselves so that people can see who we really are, because then we, you know, we give the power and the opportunity to, for other people to do the same. And, and that's where we can really connect. Yeah, no, for sure. hundred percent. I, uh, like I said, that was, that's been my longest journey in terms of showing vulnerability, um, in terms to the world. Right. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure when I started doing it, that's how I, I met my wife, right? And it's like, I couldn't believe it. She's my dream girl. Like, how did I meet her? Like, who's this angel, right? Like, but I think it was at that time when I was starting to show, quote unquote, Edwin fully, right? Or at least, at least half of it at that time. <laughs> it was enough. It was enough to, it was enough for my wife. <laughs> Listen, we have our whole lives to be a work in progress. We can't have everything figured out like right away. You know, it's a journey. Exactly. Um, exactly. There is there is something to be said for that, and I I know for me it's also a journey. And yes, I'm I'm known my life story within a thirty second elevator ride. Sometimes my friends make fun of me all the time. But I started a um a, a Facebook live series in my community, my my Facebook group called Let's Get Real Wednesdays, Ooh. where I share kind of a confession or something I'm going through or something that's happening, and that gets the most the most comments, the most feedback. It's not necessarily about always get out of your comfort zone or let's talk about skydiving or surfing or all these exciting things. It's no, like Carol's getting real about the relationship she's going through or the hard times or, you know, the people pleasing, whatever it is that I happen to be sharing on that week. And because it, it allows people to see me as a person, you know, and, yeah. and all of us, sometimes we, th we think that everybody else has it figured out. We're all just figuring it out as we go and doing the best that we can. Yeah. Right? 
No, no. I mean, people try to write the playbook for life, but really, that's their own looking back. It's not anyone's playbook, right? Um, and you got to enjoy it as well. And enjoy the unknown is what I like to say. Um, Carol, any final tips, um, comments, you know, best practices that, that you'd love to leave the listeners today in terms of building a power, uh, building a connection, maybe a powerful connection? Oh, so many tips. Tips. I'm going to leave with this because we haven't talked about it. You remember, you may, it may have been a while before you were starting to court your your now wife, but yeah, pretend as if the people you're meeting is somebody that you are going on a first date with. Yes, you are so curious, so engaged, so genuinely interested in knowing more about that person, and see how you can bring that you know, to life with the strangers that you meet on the street, the people you work with, and, and also your friends to engage in curious, like first date conversations. Um, because that's, that's when you can start to really build powerful, lasting connection. Yeah, I love that. And, and, and the only thing I want to add to that is like, you want to be so curious. And you want to dig deep until you get to that moment when Carol will say, Oh, you know what, I, uh, I traveled the world. I mean, I traveled to Thailand. You want to get to the moment where Edwin will say, oh, me too. So now we found it. We found something that we could relate to. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm pretty sure you could get to a me too moment with anyone in this world. You just have to be stay present, like uh, your acronym, stay present, listen, you know, have attention, association, and look for that because there's, I mean, there's so many me too things and it could be the weather. And, but that's, I, I never start with the weather. It's just, everyone does that. That's boring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really fast. Edwin is that don't wait. A lot of people wait for somebody to say hi or to ask them oh, never how they wait. are. So another thing is be the first, be the first to say hello, be the first to make eye contact. As you say, be the first to ask somebody's names, to ask how they are, to pay a compliment, whatever it is. Um, and, and be the first to ask about them because everybody always loves talking about themselves in their life. Oh so gosh, if you want to be a good exactly. conversationalist, ask questions and listen, and then you're well, golden. Well, that's the whole thing. It's so funny that you say, be a good conversation, conversationalist. Um, I've been talking too much today, but, it, but the, but the trick to be a good one is to listen. It's to listen. <laughs> it's to not talk at all. It's so so crazy, true. right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Carol. It's always a blast having you. I'm definitely gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to find another day in the new year and then first quarter. Uh, talk about something, something else we could maybe build upon this. Uh, I know we started with fear, getting out of your comfort zone. Now we're talking, and this is still getting out of your comfort zone too. So yeah, absolutely. Any topics? Definitely love to have you. But where can we find more information about you? You know the events that you're either running or you're speaking at. Anything you'd love to share with us today? Well, you can find me at carolschulte.com or womenlivingbig.com and would love to chat with you again, obviously, in the new year, Edwin, and continue. Um, I'm taking a group of women to climb Kilimanjaro and volunteer. So if for anybody who's interested, we've got two more spots left to to get out of our comfort zone physically um, and, uh, and and really give back and make a big, a, a big difference. When is that event? <laughs> That is the January twelfth to twenty seventh. Oh, that's soon! My God, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna live, I'm gonna live vicariously through you. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Well, well, I'll make sure that I take you along for the ride. Keep you, keep you on, um, Carol. But yeah, thanks. so that's exciting, and I would love to stay in touch and connected. Hundred percent, Carol. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today, and I'll talk to you soon. I look forward to it, Edwin. Have a fab day. Thank Bye. you. Bye, everyone. 
This has been the Business Leadership Podcast Live. So be sure to check it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you haven't done so yet, please check the Business Leadership Podcast, uh, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss their personal journey, their experience when it comes to business leadership. A new episode drops every Tuesday, and you can catch it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's a wrap, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Have a fantastic day. Edwin signing off.